Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nethling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to share topics as well as guests that will help you to grow as a confident leader and take your business or your life to the next level. I'm so pleased to have today my guest, Arlene Stearns. And let me tell you about Arlene. She helps entrepreneurs and professionals create distinctive personal style that boost their confidence and revenue. As a speaker and founder of the imageupsystem.com, she guides her clients to cash in a lucrative opportunity where they can pass all of their abilities to enhance their appearance, their presence, and their image. With almost 20 years in the fashion industry, she understands the powerful connection between how you look and how you feel and your success. Her proven system helps men and women look like a leader, so they are paid like a leader. Arlene is also an artist. She has been dubbed a colorist by her instructor. Her clients benefit from her artistic ability, her innate sense of color, and a good eye for design and quality. She loves to paint, most recently with watercolors, but don't ask her to paint your room because she'll splatter everywhere. She's also a gardener too, but like painting. <laughs> her indoor plants scream help <laughs> because she's either going <laughs> to cause them to die from being over or underwatered. So funny. <laughs> Our theme today is the ultimate makeover. So please join me in welcoming Arlene Stearns. Yay. Hi, Arlene. Thank you for, I love being here. I'm excited. I know we've been trying to do this forever. All right. We always start out with a very easy question. I'd like our, our listeners to know what part of the country do you call home? Okay. Well, I've lived a long time now in Georgia. So I, I was born in New York City, but as a teenager or senior in high school, my dad accepted a job at Lockheed. And <laughs> so all six of us packed up and came down in, in a station wagon to start <laughs> a new life. And so I've really just, Georgia's my home now. Yeah. So I feel like that Georgia peach. For sure. And I've really lost my Northern accent as well, that I was... You- definitely teased about because I did say soa and dog and coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You do have a little Southern twang now. 
So you you lived evidently towards Marietta, maybe when you first came here. No, I actually lived in Sandy Springs. Oh, wow. You're right down the road from me there. My yes. goodness. And so now I've moved up to Cumming, Georgia, mm-hmm. where my husband and I reside. Awesome. So let's get right into this. How can, um, or if you could just please maybe explain to us a little bit about your image up system, imageupsystem.com. What is that and, and how did that come about? I'm going to start with how it came about because we know everybody has a story. It just <laughs> didn't manufacture itself out of thin air. So my mom was a fashion model in the 1940s in Manhattan. My grandmother was the epitome of fashionista before that was even a term. (laughs) She dressed me in all the um, Fifth Avenue fashions. I was the only grandchild and she loved dressing me up. So I never, I never recovered from that. I (laughs) like doing dress up as a, as an educator and a single mom, I was involved in a fashion industry for over 10 years where I won four national awards for my ability to mix and match. And recently I've won two awards for being the image consultant in coming like the best or whatever. Nice. But the seed for what I do is planted in my mid twenties when I was going through a terrible divorce in my little town of Thompson, Georgia. And my husband was a GB in the GBI, I was a school teacher. I was really just terrified, really, of what it was going to look like. I would be the first person in my family to get divorced. I didn't have any family in that little town. Yeah. I've never really had to take care of myself, no less a child. So the whole idea was really scary. Mm. My mom hated to see me so devastated because normally I'm an upbeat person. And she gave me one of the best gifts ever. It was a makeover at Saks Fifth Avenue. (laughs) Well, I didn't really know what was in store for me. I sat down in the stylist chair and I told her to go ahead and create a hairstyle that was be flattering for me. And she said she was going to do my hair and makeup. And I watched my long, dark hair just start falling to the floor. Well, I'd worn it the same way. It was just kind of long and stringy parted on the side because we knew that boys just like long hair. <laughs> um, when she finished, I looked in the mirror and I was so amazed because there were no longer sat this kind of scared college student look. There was a professional young woman and that gave me the confidence of being able to deal with what lies ahead. So I felt like a million dollars. As a matter of fact, the transformation was so great that when I left Saks, I was on the upper level. My mom was on the lower level. I had to call to her multiple times. She didn't recognize (laughs) me. My own mother didn't recognize me. And you know, so when you start feeling good on the outside, it does change how you feel on the inside mm-hmm. as you're trying to figure out maybe the mess of your life. But, but you know, at least you know you're looking good on the outside. So it does help to create that. So it did plant the seed because I know how powerful that can be. And then I and then I continued, you know, with with um changing my clothes and I I didn't want to be seen as like a little school teacher look. Mm -hmm. 
So you changed your style to be more professional. They always say dress for the job you want, not for the job you have. Exactly. And how you want people to perceive you. Because within seconds, people make assumptions and judgments. It's just who we are. And they decide on your capability and credibility. So if you don't look trustworthy, they're not going to do business with you. But if you don't look like you have money, they're not going to spend any money with you. Mm -hmm. But I was sitting in a conference, a business conference, and I was exploring how I could take my skills as an artist and my love for fashion and design and create a business. Mm. And since I'd already wardrobed women um, in that clothing company that I was with, mm-hmm. along with working in a small boutique for years, I said, that's where my passion is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's seeing that woman really look in the mirror and recognize herself mm-hmm. like, like that her, her energy and her gifts, you know, to really see that is just amazing. It de- it just delights me. That's for sure. So how can we create a distinctive personal style that will make you more profitable? So it's looking at this style that's really going to be authentic for you. Mm-hmm. So the first thing is that focus so that it's an inward kind of focus. It's focusing on you, who you are, self-awareness, because style is the expression of your essence on the Mm -hmm. outside. It tells the world how you feel about yourself. And it just, it is your calling card everywhere you go. People are looking at you and and it sets that filter for everything that you say and do is filtered through your appearance. And like, I think it's about 80 to 90% of communication is nonverbal, which is so powerful. So we speak volumes just by how we show up without ever saying a word. Right, right. So being in alignment with who you are Knowing what styles really suit your body type and dressing Mm -hmm. the body you have right now. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a beautiful body, no matter what size or shape you are. God made you that way and it's beautiful. And all I do is teach you what styles are really going to highlight your assets Mm -hmm. and look the best on you. Because when we try on things, you know, I've been there. I looked in the mirror and I go like, oh man, you know, it looks so good on the, on the mannequin, like, but it doesn't look good on me. And you start, women in particular start thinking, well, what's wrong with my body? Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with your body. There's something wrong with that fashion. It doesn't suit you. Right. And not every single style is going to suit you. So that's one, one way we want to really make sure that it The focus is on you and it fits you in every sense of the word. So fit is extremely important in the literal sense, but also in that as extension, does it fit your personality? Does it fit your lifestyle? Does it fit your profession? Are you telling the world what you, what you want them to perceive? Right. I know that whenever you, you put something on that 
feels and looks great. It just uplifts you, change your whole way you hold yourself and you walk into a room. It makes you happy. And so, as you said, there are some people that, you know, being in a business suit isn't going to suit them. They aren't going to be happy. And that will show in the way they are. I, I always look at the, I can't remember her last name, but the fashion designer, Betsy. Um, mm. Well, she just wears really crazy, colorful, wild clothes, but I could not ever see that person in a suit. She would not be the same vibration and, and energy that, that uh, she put, puts in when she walks in a room if she was in a suit and so she's accepted and she's dressing for the way that makes her most comfortable and I think that's what people have to remember right comfort is the key so you need to be comfortable in who you are your own skin and also be comfortable in the clothes that you put on yeah. you don't want to be tugging on it you really want them to feel you want to feel good in them and that's what yeah. I always tell my clients is when they try on outfits and pieces I've selected for them, I always ask, how do you feel? Mm -hmm. Because it's really important how they feel. Right. It, it's not about me. It's all about my client mm -hmm. and they need to feel good, empowered, um, comfortable in it and love it. And I said, if you don't love it, then let's just leave it. Right. You don't need another thing hanging in your closet that you're not aware. <laughs> I remember working with my niece and, um, and I found a pair of jeans that I thought would be great for her. And uh, she put them on and she loved it. And then she looked at the size and she immediately changed because of that number. And I almost think that, you know, if you find something that fits right, you should just cut out that label. So you just think about how good it makes you feel wearing it and not the number. Right. Exactly. That is excellent advice. We don't need to get hung up on a mm. number because every design, every, every manufacturer does it has, you know, it's a wide range of how things are going to fit mm -hmm. on you. So in one, one designer, it might be whatever. And another one is totally different, whether it's up or down, mm. that, that should, that doesn't define who you are. So mm. if it really looks good on you and you love it, then the number shouldn't be a factor at all. Right. Right. That mindset is so important. What are two or three important changes or upgrades professional women can make to their appearance so they get paid more? Okay. So one of the things, which is also in the image up system is I'll look from head to, I'll work with you from head to toe and from inside out. So it's really comprehensive. Mm -hmm. But if I was looking at a few of the top things, if you've had the hair, same hairstyle for like five or more years, it's probably time to look at updating it and the same with the makeup. And so I personally take my clients to that specialist because hair and makeup is not my specialty. Mm -hmm. And I go with that appointment we take before pictures. I video how the makeup is being applied because it, 
just knowing a color is not that important, but what brushes did she use? How did she blend it? Where is she really highlighting so that your best features are being spotlighted and highlighted? Mm -hmm. So that gives a resource that's really important. And, um, and then we do some after pictures. Nice. Invariably, my, you just see a smile. Everybody <laughs> has been delighted with the results. Awesome. And we do it so that you can maintain it. If you want color, it's fine. If you don't want that kind of maintenance, it's fine. But there is a hairstyle that's really going to flatter you. Mm-hmm. That's really going to make you be seen as a professional. I don't see... Um, I don't feel like any woman just needs to have her hair tied back in a ponytail <laughs> as a professional. Yeah. Yes, maybe as she's running or playing tennis, but not, not for her professional presence. Um, dressing the body that you have now and not waiting. Mm-hmm. I've, I've encountered so many women that go, I want to lose 25 pounds. I want to lose 30 pounds. It might've been years that they want to do that. (laughs) They don't really have any program to do that, Mm. but they're not honoring who Mm. they are now. And that's so important because they're, they're devaluating themselves. And when you devaluate yourselves, others are going to pick up on that. They're not going to place a higher value on you than you place on yourself. So it's, it's learning the styles that really will work for you. And then we'll get to this in a few minutes. You don't need a whole wardrobe of every color in the rainbow, because again, color is, we need to look at your color palette. What color is going to work for you? Um, women totally wearing black, especially as we're getting a few, uh, you know, maturing, Black is not always your friend up by your face. And there are a lot of different, um, you know, skin tones where black is really too harsh to begin Mm. with. And then as you're, as you're getting more mature, it shows off every line and wrinkle. I don't (laughs) want to do that. So black is your, is a good friend, you know, um, from your waist down for skirts and slacks. That is definitely essential have a black skirt and black pair of pants but again what what skirt and what pair of pants look best on you Mm -hmm. the style the cut right so there's really you know a nucleus that will form that mix and match wardrobe and then adding to it pieces that will work but streamlining Mm -hmm. your choices kind of less is more right times i think also to be brave and courageous enough to try something that you've not worn before, because you may find something that really is flattering to your style, your body type. And you would have never thought that it would be until you put it on your body. Right. My clients are always surprised when I say, just try this. I know that it's a little tiny bit outside of your comfort zone, but trust me and just try it. Like yeah. just even humor me. Yeah. And they are so surprised that it looks stunning on them. Like they said, I, Arlene, I never would have picked that for me. <laughs> you know, it has, I don't want to show my arms. My arms are too heavy. Well, I had mm. little slits. Didn't show her arms. No, it was it's beautiful on her. Yeah. And the concept, again, when you get into the number of 
them thinking, well, I've got this plus size body and nothing's going to look good on me. Mm. It's just not right. There's styles that will look, will flatter everybody's shape. Yeah. And hopefully we'll get more designers that are designing for those sizes as well. Yes. (laughs) So why can't women just learn how to just level up their appearance by watching YouTube? YouTube tells us how to do everything. Why not how to dress? YouTube is like a prescription for, you know, like so many the YouTube things like classify the women's shape as an apple, a pear, maybe even a banana, you know, tall and <laughs> slender. And, and we're not like, we're not relegated to a piece of fruit. I don't like being relegated to a piece of fruit right off the bat. YouTube doesn't get your aspirations and your goals. What's going to really work for you? Mm-hmm. So many women think, oh yeah, I can dress myself, but should they? Do they really know what looks best on them? Are they relying on salespeople? Yeah. Or or somebody, again, giving them advice when it might not be the right advice for them. Mm. For salespeople want to make a sale. Your friends that influence you, it's their style. It's not your style. So I think you've got the same thing with the YouTube. You know, again, it takes takes, um, experience to try to try things on, not just to see the picture of something and go, oh yeah, I'll just go find that, you know, in a store, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it might give you some ideas yes, for as sure. far as, as maybe things to consider mm-hmm. and having a style board like with Pinterest or, or just cutting out pictures of things that you like it's a good idea because it gives you a visual of maybe, maybe this will work for me. And then when you consult an expert, they'll let you know right away if those are really going to work for you or if that's for somebody else. And also it, it does give the, the audience a better perspective of what colors and, and fabrics and things like that. Not everybody gets that and understands that. And it can make or break an outfit if you, mix the wrong way so it's nice to have a reference right and again you can mix different patterns if you know what you're doing mm-hmm. and if you feel comfortable with it you can mix different textures but again is are you comfortable with it do you know which textures you you know and then the trend is not always your friend <laughs> yeah. so I, like- I look at establishing a more classic wardrobe initially And then if the trend really does work for you, then getting, then adding it as a, as a inexpensive piece, because you know, it's going to be gone next season. Yeah. Very true. Shoes are that way. (laughs) (laughs) So you, you started or stated that your appearance affects I'll cut that out. Thank you. I, I thought it was off. I really did. It was like, darn. Okay. You stated that your appearance affects your visibility, confidence, and income. I would add your mindset and attitude as well. What are your thoughts about that? It affects 
everything. So your mood for the day is actually set in your closet. You're either going to feel like the rock star with the outfit that you put together, or you're just going to feel like, "Mm, you know, I'm just kind of surviving this day. Your day will follow suit. Um, Your appearance is the first thing that people see. Yeah. When you look like that expert, when you look like you could be trusted, like you have money, people are more apt to listen to you. You're seen as the expert that people really want to work with. So granted, your income is going to increase because you feel better about yourself on the inside. It's your perception of you that is extremely important because it radiates to everybody else. So if you're confident, people see that. You know, confidence sometimes is overused and it's hard to describe, but we know when somebody has it and we know immediately when somebody doesn't have it. So, so, you know, it's, it's that feeling inside of you that, you know, you've got this, that you are the expert in your field that makes people want to listen to you and work with you and being visible Mm-hmm. I see people hide in their clothes. It doesn't matter what size or shape <laughs> or age they were. Um, clothes can be a camouflage. Mm-hmm. You can wear styles that are way too big on you so that your whole body's kind of lost That and nobody really sees you. You can wear colors that just make you fade into the background. People need to see you before they're ever going to trust you or work with you. Yeah, a couple of things you just said kind of reminded me the the most recent one about that bagginess and those trying to be invisible. And I know my my youngest went through kind of like a, a gar, goth dark period for a little bit because she didn't want to stand out. But because she did what she did, she stood out. And and I think that's it happens oftentimes when people, you know, wear the clothes that hides their figure, but because of the awkwardness of the poor fit, it really does make really matters worse for them than if they would have just got something that fit them well. Exactly. The other piece is when we're talking about mindset and confidence, I know that I, whenever I feel ill, I make sure my hair looks good. My makeup is probably, but I'll get more compliments when I'm sick as a dog because I worked harder to look good because if I look good, then my day doesn't go down the tubes. But, you know, if I would just say, oh, I feel terrible. And then I just put my hair in a ponytail, didn't wear any makeup and just, you know, was a mess, then that's how I would feel the whole day. So, you know, that's, that's the way I do it though. Right. And um, I love Deion Sanders quote. I know he's a guy, but still he goes, you know, when I look good, I feel good. When I feel good, I play good. And when I play good, they really pay good. So, (laughs) and it just works for all of us, really. Yeah, for sure. And and you, yeah, if you're just having, if you're not feeling, just like you said, you're feeling a little under the weather, put on your outfit that makes you feel the best, the color Mm -hmm. that you really, you know, pop in and put the makeup on, fix your hair. Don't give into it. Yeah. It does make a difference. I, I promise you. It does. 
All right, it's time now for rapid fire. This is where um, we just give a, a quote or a question and just whatever top of the head answer okay. comes to you. So what is your motivator? Ooh, my motivator is the image up. I always want to be elevated. I want for people to see me and recognize me as that expert. So I do want to turn heads. Um, I don't ever want to be invisible. Yeah. So that's part of my motivation. Because if I feel good, if I look good, I feel good. For sure. And I'm much more, um, my performance goes up in just all areas. I'm much more productive. Yeah. So you've worked with people. What is your best success story that you can think of? Alrighty, let's see. Probably the one in the beginning of my career, there are two ladies that really stand out. And one in particular worked at her at her office for years. Mm. And her and it was a CPA firm and her firm was being sold. Mm. And so she saw that as an opportunity to really elevate her whole life, to elevate yeah. her career and her life. She purchased it. She was working with a business coach and that business coach said, you cannot stand in front of who were your peers in January, looking the same that you did in December. Oh, very true. And she hated shopping. She hadn't done any in like five years. So what she did have was already know, worn out and passe. We did the whole program from the head to toe. She did the hair and makeup and you could just see her radiate. She still does her hair and makeup that way. Never looking made up. We put clothes on her that really fit her, that made her blue eyes just pop. And she radiated and she was ready then to step into that leadership position. So that really thrills me. Another time, same kind of scenario, a little bit, um, a business owner, and she was, she was successful, but she had no idea of how she, how she projected and the styles that she wore were all wrong for her to cut up her body. The pants were like masculine trousers. Oh. Her top was pulling. It didn't fit her. And she didn't look like she was the owner of her company, mm. that she had this brilliant mind. What she did in her brilliance did not align with what she was projecting visually. Okay. And so we did the shopping excursion together. And we. she told me she could never find pants to fit her. She had in her mind that she was plus size. Mm. And that was like kind of like she didn't deserve anything. And we found pants that fit her, unified her torso, put on a striking um, red jacket. Mm -hmm. That was kind of a swing jacket. And she looked 20 pounds thinner, younger, mm -hmm. vibrant. She looked like a leader now. And she is a leader now. You'll see her on magazine covers. She teaches classes. She's an author. So now her outside is in alignment with who she is and what she does awesome. and her brilliance shines. Such a good story. So I want to switch over, you know, I have an artist husband, an artist daughter, an artist mother, 
I do art. And I didn't know that. (laughs) And so I wanted to know more about your art. You talked about watercolors that you are dabbling in now. What is your favorite medium to work with though? Oh, I guess it's watercolors now because that's what I've really elected to do. I did at one time do oil paintings and, and work with acrylics, but to me, acrylics had more of a plastic kind of look to them. Mm-hmm. Oil is definitely very rich. The techniques that you do for oil and watercolor is exactly opposite. Mm-hmm. And so I took lessons, but I could be more, I could produce more work and it was fresh and fun and much faster. Yes. <laughs> but you couldn't really correct it, you know, so much. When you put oil down, when it dries, you can paint over it. Now, watercolor is a whole different, you know, ball game. So you start light and get progressively darker. Mm-hmm. But if you if you really mess it up, I've just got to have the mentality: it's it's paper and it's okay, and I can do something else. <laughs> it's not it's not the end of the world. So I would but, play. I would apply what you just said to makeup as well. Exactly. Start start light and then blend. <laughs> Exactly. So, so to me, watercolor is just fun and fresh and and it's always changing. And um, there's different techniques that, you know, you can kind of be surprised on how it's, how the colors are going to kind of bleed together. Mm -hmm. What do you consider your greatest accomplishment thus far? Oh, my greatest accomplishment is probably twofold is one being that single mom and yeah. raising a son um, who had, who has a learning disability. You know, he had trouble in school, understanding, comprehending the reading. Yet he made, he went to tech school and he made, he's a successful man mm-hmm. now. Contributing to society, he does extremely well. I am so proud of him. Mm-hmm. And then me, realizing that when I was in that horrible marriage that I needed to finish my education, then not only did I finish my education that gave me options, then um, I went on and got my master's degree and specialist degree in education because in education, that was the only way to really get a substantial raise. Yeah. Being a woman for sure. (laughs) So what is your next journey on this path that you're on? My next journey is really stepping on stages and having a greater voice in helping women break through the glass ceiling that they might say don't exist, but we know they do. Mm -hmm. So that's my vision. And then my mission is really to empower women Mm-hmm. to step to empower them with a style so they really feel confident and that they're ready to step up to that next leadership position yeah. so good all right it is time now for me to warn everyone that if you're just listening i'm going to be sharing my screen but i will read for you and spell out the website so that you can go and connect with arlene so she has her email there as well, Arlene at imageupsystem.com. Again, that's imageupsystem, I-M-A-G-E, K 
capital U-P, capital S-T, S-Y-S-T-E-M. So capital I-M-A-G-E, capital U-P, capital S-T-S, I'm yep. sorry, I cannot spell system today. <laughs> capital I-M-A-G-E, capital U-P, capital S-Y-S-T-E-M.com. Yay, I did it. So image up system. She is on Facebook. She is on LinkedIn. And she is on Instagram under, yes, that same image up system.com, making life easy for all of us. So Arlene, go ahead and talk to them about the gift that you have for them today. Yes, it's the 10 power pieces that will up-level your image or impact in your income that every successful woman has in her closet. It forms the nucleus of your wardrobe. So it's just 10 pieces. And then I'd love to invite you to have a conversation with me to show me your 10 pieces or whatever part of the 10 pieces you have to see if that's the right style in that piece for you. So everything just starts with a conversation. So the 10 pieces, if you, if you go to um, imageupsystem.com or call arlenenow.com, nice. you'll have access to the 10 pieces. And then there's also a scheduling there. Where you could just reach out to me for a conversation because everything starts with a conversation. Yes. I'd love to know about you, your vision, and see if I can get you there faster. Thank you so much, Arlene. It's been so great talking with you. I'm happy that we were able to finally get this on the books, get it done. You had some great information. um, And I'm sure that people um, will benefit from getting in touch with you, helping you uh, or you helping them level up to be able to get that job that they not only want, but deserve. So as always, I end with life is a journey and it's up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nettling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nettling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.